you're listening to Tea with Basha, a podcast that inspires you to curate your life and be the version of yourself that you want to be. My name is Basha Restrepo, and I'm sharing lessons, perspectives, and discussing topics that will help you help yourself. Because as they say, everything that you need is already within you. Welcome back to Tea with Basha. If it's your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and that is so appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at Tea with Basha. Now grab your tea and let's talk. We all have that flaky friend, and sometimes we even are the flaky friend. You know, the one who cancels plans when we're already on the way to meet them or temporarily ghosts us. While we love them anyway, they can be extremely frustrating to deal with. Flaky people do not just flake on you. They flake on other people and even themselves. Flakiness is a pattern of behavior that can make sustaining a relationship really hard work. And it can sometimes cause resentment, among other negative sentiments. However, there are things we can do to improve our relationships with people who have a tendency to flake. Flaky people usually don't mean any harm, but again, it can be very frustrating to deal with them on a regular basis, especially if it's someone close to you. In this episode, we're looking at the root cause and diving into some of the ways to offset that frustration. So let's first identify the traits of a flake so that you can determine who in your life is a flake or even if you yourself are a flake. Flakes are unreliable. They're canceling plans at the last minute. They may ghost you temporarily. They miss a lot of calls and texts. Flakes are a yes person, usually, overcommitting themselves. And that can be a result of people pleasing or being overly agreeable. They're sometimes disorganized or seemingly unconscientious. They have poor time management and they have the inability to predict emotional reactions otherwise known as effective forecasting. Again, I think we all have a general understanding of what a flake is, but it's not what you think. Why are people flaky? We may not think about this, but flaky people are often flaky because they have anxiety. They could have depression, they're a yes person, they're forgetful, or they want to avoid confrontation. When it comes to anxiety, they're nervous about social situations, they have certain fears, Or they're trapped in between wanting to be with people and hanging out with people versus wanting to be alone. When it comes to feelings of depression, they want to try and carry on as they have during their emotional highs or even emotionally steady periods, but they may have dipped into a low and they can't maintain the social life and they're experiencing emotional distress. So the next time you encounter someone flaky, just try to remember It's not something personal, but some people with flaky tendencies could have anxiety or depression. So in those situations, a little compassion can go a very long way. We touched on being a yes person. So flaky people can have people-pleasing tendencies. They overcommit and they overbook themselves out of a desire to avoid saying no. And these types of people very rarely follow through on anything. And there are people pleasers who may not want to do something or don't have the energy to follow through, but 
They felt guilty for saying no, so they committed to it. The intention is good, usually. And the intention is usually to have a more positive relationship. However, in practice, this type of behavior just doesn't work. And it's kind of strange, right? Because flaky people initially want to avoid that confrontation. So although flaking out may cause confrontation later, they can avoid it in the moment and possibly in person later. Also, sometimes they think abstractly rather than practically. And they may agree to something that sounds good in theory, but in practice, it really won't work. For example, let's say they agree to attend an event on a Monday night, but they know that the rest of that week, they have a tremendous amount of work to do and maybe working overtime, but they still commit to that event on Monday night. They wind up being exhausted from work on Monday and they cancel plans. It's just so much better to say no up front. So if the only thing you really know is that the person's flaking out on you, maybe you don't know that the person's suffering from anxiety or depression, maybe the person isn't suffering from anxiety or depression and they're just merely flaking out left and right. What boundaries can you put in place? Well, one, you can assert the importance of your time. In a very calm way, just let them know. Hey, you know, I notice you flake out a lot whenever we make plans and I have other things that I could be doing at that time. So if it's not something that you really can do at the moment, can you just tell me up front? Also, let them know how their behavior affects you. Again, remain calm. This this is not an excuse to jump into an argument, but let them know how it impacts you when they flake. If they're forgetful, they may require some follow-up and reminders. But if you're finding yourself being this person's secretary, to hang out with you, that may not be the best person to hang out with. If you're comfortable with checking in regularly with a person before your meetups, communicate it before you get ready or leave the house to avoid some of the frustrations of flakiness. Hey, super excited for our date later. Can't wait to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Easy way to get a confirmation. But respect is mutual, so don't be immediately dismissive if someone flakes out. There's a very big difference between someone canceling plans once or even twice versus someone who is consistently canceling plans. Also, decide how important the relationship is and act accordingly. Is this person in your inner circle or outer circle? Relationships can move in between the two. Is this someone that you talk to every day or every week versus someone that you are meeting once a year for your annual check-in? because I know you know we all do that, (laughs) or we have done that. Relationships can move between the two, and sometimes for your mental health, you need to move certain flakes to your outer circle. Again, it's okay. Also, you got to ask yourself, how does it impact you and your mental health when they cancel, when they forget to return texts or phone calls? One important aspect of this is communicating your own feelings and needs. Because a flaky person is usually not intending any harm with their behavior. And if you haven't raised the issue yet, they may not even know that it's affecting you. So it's your responsibility to communicate how you feel to a person. Again, your voice is very powerful. Use it. It doesn't have to be argumentative. It can just be a very simple, hey, listen, you know, we made these plans three times and this is the third time that you're canceling. Do you think that you really want to meet up 
It's cool if you don't, just let me know. I could have scheduled something for those days, but I freed up my time to meet up with you. You have to be clear with what your expectations are and what you're feeling. You have to be self-aware as well. Understand what you bring to a relationship and what you want out of one. Understand your own values and they, how they may conflict with someone else's. Maybe in someone else's world or culture or whatever, canceling plans is really not a big deal because it may not be. Maybe being an hour late is not a big deal, but maybe it is for you. So you need to communicate that because people can't read minds. And understand that people go through different periods in their lives and may have something going on that doesn't involve you. So try not to take these things personally, because honestly, 99 or even 100% of the time, it's nothing personal. But what is important is for you to communicate your own boundaries in that situation. And if you need, we have an episode coming out on setting boundaries. So give that a listen. Also, being understanding is a great thing to do. Showing empathy to someone isn't necessarily giving them a pass, but it's an attempt to at least understand why they're doing the things that they're doing. Hey, I noticed that this is the third time you've canceled our plans. Are you okay? Is everything all right? Is something going on? Take your relationship offline. It's been found that it's easier for people to be flaky when a relationship is purely digital. Meaning, call your friends and keep up with them in a more organic way than just text and messenger. I like to voice note my close friends because I find that it's a lot more organic than just staring at a screen and looking at words that they're typing like everybody else is, including acquaintances and emails. Here are some things to think about because I know that it can get very frustrating with flaky people, but looking at things from a more compassionate perspective can help you avoid frustration and may actually help the flake improve their behavior. So remember, flakes are likely doing the same thing to themselves, canceling classes, not achieving personal goals, not setting good habits. Also, sometimes we can perceive a person as flaky even though they're not generally flaky. Have you guys had a conversation about the friendship? Could it even be you? Self-reflection is a vital step in determining the nature of a relationship. Sometimes we project issues onto other people. Sometimes it's just not a good fit. Clashing personalities, different core values, toxicity, and there's really no remedy for that. Also, check in with them. If someone has suddenly changed their behavior, something actually could be wrong. And although it's really frustrating dealing with someone flaky, they could be going through something really difficult, as we mentioned before. Or in a conversation, they could have even perceived something completely different. It's so crucial to communicate in this world. And I harp on this in almost every single episode. When it comes to personal development, communication is the number one skill that you should be focused on developing. Not only will improving your communication skills help you in life, it will help you in every aspect of your life. And when it comes to flaky people, they improve over time. At some point, they typically realize, hopefully, if they're doing the self-reflection, they typically realize that their behavior is affecting them and it's also affecting other people that they care about. So they try to make an effort to change their ways. And if they don't, you can just merely stop scheduling things with them. It's very, very simple. Here's a fun fact. 
The term flake in its modern usage was first coined in the 1920s and it was actually used to describe a cocaine addict or someone who was acting like one. By the 1950s, it had evolved to a baseball term and it was used to describe someone between eccentric and crazy. How in the world did we arrive here? So earlier I mentioned that as part of personal development, communication is one of the most important skills you can learn and develop. Well, self-reflection is a close second. If you're able to see yourself objectively or as objectively as you can and work on the things that you need to work on in order to be a better version of yourself, your life will improve exponentially. And we did talk about other people and how to deal with flakes, but are you the flaky friend? Ask yourself. Being called flaky sucks. It's not a compliment. However, we don't always recognize the traits within ourselves. So introspection can help us better understand and take steps towards self-improvement and ultimately a more fulfilling, happier, and healthier life. So think about it. Do you have trouble with time management? Do you make it to most of the plans that you make or do you cancel? Do you forget about commitments or are you constantly late or do you miss appointments in general? You could be a flake. Do you have trouble controlling your impulses? If you have a commitment and something more interesting comes up, what do you usually do? Do you agree to the second one and completely cancel the first? Do you think that a lot of people are not accommodating, uptight, or difficult? Is the problem always the other person? Or are you taking responsibility for your own actions? Try looking at a situation from the other person's point of view. I know that can be difficult, but it will literally change the game when it comes to your relationships. And do you mask these types of flaky behaviors behind the guise of a free spirit personality? I'm a free spirit, you know, like I just go where the energy flows. I'm really not trying to make fun of anyone, but this actually has happened to me. (laughs) I've had people cancel plans on me because they were too free spirited. And if you aren't sure, straight up ask. I mean, it can be completely awkward for you to bring that up, but you can show a great deal of respect for other people if you ask them how certain things impact them. It's a great thing to do. So we've gone through this whole process and you're realizing that you're the flaky one. It's totally okay. We've all been there. Well, maybe some of us. If you're flaky, reflect on the reason why you're flaking out and work towards a remedy. Are you canceling because you just genuinely don't want to hang out with the person to begin with? Are you committing because you're excited at the moment, but you know that you're going to be tired? If this is a common occurrence, you may want to stop committing to things for a little while to figure out what it is that you do and do not want to do. Also, apologize to the people you flake on. If you're canceling plans on someone, whether it's the day before, even two days before, it's really nice to apologize. A person could have completely redone their schedule to hang out with you or to meet with you or to do something. And they're setting aside that time for you. Don't take that time for granted. That's a little bit of an entitled mentality to have. Keep a plan or schedule. It's super easy. You can even have a paper one. I have a beautiful day planner that I use that I thoroughly and genuinely enjoy writing in. 
but I also have my digital Google calendar. Also, you got to hold yourself accountable. Don't be too hard on yourself. I mean, obviously that's just going to cause more stress, but have a plan in place. Don't ghost on people. Late communication is better than none. And make an effort to reschedule. But don't be overly pushy. Remember, you canceled to begin with. So if the person isn't willing to change their schedule around again and make time for you, you should really accept that. Or just put it out there. Hey, I'm so sorry that I canceled. Let me know if you'd like to reschedule. And if so, we can work on a date and time. Also, plan things last minute. If you're the type of person that cancels on people regularly, you might not want to commit to things too far in advance. And if someone asks you to, merely say that to them. Hey, I'm just really not sure what my schedule will look like that week, so I can't commit right now. But if you're open to it, let's pick a time and date closer to that date. Again, communication. Wrapping up here, most of the time, flaky people don't know this about themselves. Especially if they haven't spent a lot of time reflecting on themselves and just genuinely have a difficult time being honest with themselves about who they really are. Again, we all have things come up and we all have canceled plans once in our lives. Doesn't make us a flake. However, when it becomes a pattern of behavior, there is a potential for severe relationship issues. So just be aware of this. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Leave us a review if you love this episode. And I look forward to seeing you in the next one.